And John, you're doing the intro. Yay. You did so well last Four, time. Three. Hello and welcome back to the Geeks Cant, where you're going to get your daily dose, weekly dose, monthly dose, whatever it is we feel like putting out there of uh, geek and um, pop culture information. As you can tell, Zach is not here. This is John Christian again, so it's going to be a terrible intro as usual because he's not here. So, uh, Joining us this time around, we're continuing our interview of Zine Month creators and uh we have the guys from um that are going to talk to us about the real thing rpg today which both troy and i are super excited about yeah um we uh, uh the, the guys from accidental cyclops welcome yeah, welcome and, fellas and we are also joined yep thanks with uh, uh by jeff who was on a previous episode as he as a guest host yep. he's kind of back jeff he's also kind of one of the brain children of the, this whole insane operation with the founders of feast so. so to speak yes yes Crazy. I love your mood lighting, Jeff. Pardon? Your mood lighting is wonderful. Right. You know yeah. what? I worked hard on this. <laughs> I worked hard, and I it took me a long time to get the right lighting set up, but IKEA came through. <laughs> there you go. As, as they do. Clutch. As they do. How many of you have nice. a crystal on your desk, though? Oh, oh yeah. Right? right? Nice. Well, we're, i got to get on Amazon now. Yep. Yep. Click, click, click. <laughs> they don't hear me typing furiously in the background here. All right. So uh, let's kind of kick it off. Gentlemen, yeah. uh, welcome. Uh, we were just talking a little bit uh, pre-show about uh, you, you guys are all coming from Indianapolis. You're probably a stone's throw away from, from Troy in uh, Fort, blustery Fort Wayne. Oh, wait, wait, Piercy, go ahead. Were you? Uh, well, two of us are from Indianapolis. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, so who, where's the other from then? Uh, I live just outside of Atlanta. Um, we actually met when we used to live in Chicago, um, but Midwest oh, okay. origins. Um, yeah, but I currently live in uh, in the South. That's awesome. Okay, oh, right same, on. right? Nashville yeah. represents. Uh, yeah, so uh, we just wanted to take a couple of minutes uh, here and uh, several minutes of your time and wanted to hear a little bit about what you're working on right now. We've heard through the grapevine that Accidental Cyclops is working on something that is – very near and dear to Troy and I's eyes, our hearts collectively. Yes. Um, and I need to hear more about this story. Right. So like, let's do this first. Can, can one of you give us a quick elevator pitch about the real thing RPG and what it is like a quick 30 to 60 second blurb about it for us. Sure thing. Uh, Jason paused just long enough for me to jump in and do it. So you <laughs> will correct everywhere I get wrong, which is which is how we roll. So yeah, the uh, the the real thing is based on the album of the same name by Faith No More. So if you guys are familiar with that band, one of the best bands of all time, yes. uh, we have partnered yeah. with them to create a game that is based on the themes of that album and some other other rest of their catalog as well. Uh, we hope it's part one of a three to five part series based on all of their albums or a selection of their albums. Um, and uh, really what we wanted to do was put a story in the heart of the 1990s and give it that gritty sort of world of darkness feel, but the themes and the elements of the story come directly from their music. Mm -hmm. That is just fantastic. I never, awesome. I mean, yes, I was a Faith No More fan and never did I think to put their music to you know to create a game or an adventure out of it. it it's like oh this is genius 
this is amazing. <laughs> but, okay, you so, reach out, but you reach out to the band, though. That's the thing. So, I mean, well, yeah, that's how I come up with the games. One thing, but somebody say, okay, how do you even figure that out? Like, where do you go? I wouldn't know how yeah, to contact who, the band. who, who <laughs> took that step. That was, well, that was, yeah, that was Ward. Yeah. That was his idea. Yeah. I was like, yeah, sure, it's a long shot, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, they said yes. So yeah. I got, I want, okay, first of all. Because of his work. Are they, in, are, are they into RPGs at all? Is this, can we add them into the echelon of <laughs> cool guys that played nerd games? I mean, they're cool guys, but no, they, to my knowledge, they don't play any nerd games. Uh, we're going to play their own. Not yet. We're going to play their own RPG, man. Yep. You know I mean? like, yeah, and this is an easy one for them to get into. It's powered by the apocalypse. Uh, big yeah. props to D. Vincent Baker and, and the folks over there that made that system. But um, yeah, the guys at Faith No More have been great. Uh, we've been working closely with their manager, uh, Tim Moss. Uh, he goes by Old Man Moss online. Don't bother him. He's got a lot going on. Uh, but <laughs> I just want—I wanted to give a plug for the great work he's doing. He works with with uh, Faith No More and some other bands, and he's been very generous with his time and putting this in front of the. No, what was that conversation? That's why I want to. You, you, the, the phone rings, ring, and, and Mr. Moss picks up. I mean, what do you say? Uh, you know, it, it wasn't that simple, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first we reached out to the Not your chance to make it that simple. That's your chance to make it that simple. Yeah, yeah, we, we just called him. He said, oh, Jason, Jason, and James, yeah, we're in. Uh, it was that Sounds easy. Great. Yeah. No, I wish it We've was We've been waiting. <laughs> was yeah, it, was no. it that uh, envelope of money that you handed him? <laughs> We don't have an envelope of money. <laughs> uh, this is this is a hobby for all of us. Just like it is, for, it costs us money. It doesn't make us money, you know. There so, you go. Yeah, uh, but no, they've just been very generous with their time. And you know, first we went through the label Ipecac, and they've got a number of great bands. Uh, and, and yeah, it's a, it's a great label. Go check them out, oh, Ipecac. It. Yeah, it's a totally great name for a label too. It is. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they pointed us to, to Tim and said, hey, if you want to do anything with the band, you got to go through this guy. He really manages the, the band's affairs. And they gave us his, his email address. And I reached out. And it was, wasn't a few days later. He, he wrote back and said, well, break this down for me because I'm ignorant of the whole scene. And so we did. And you know, a few weeks later, we were on the phone and explained everything. And uh, we were hoping we were going to be able to meet face to face and, and uh, run some of the ideas and show them a print version of the game at uh, what, yeah. what was it? Riot Fest, right? That was Riot oh, Fest. Yeah, yeah we yeah. would actually like um, I was in California early in the year and we we're going to try, uh, but he got busy. And then we had plans at Riot Fest to meet up uh, while we were there. And then um, they unfortunately had to had to cancel Riot Fest, which also means I, I didn't go, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, so we uh, not for that reason, but just lots of things happened. The mid riot fest not great this year Um, for me to go. Not that it wasn't great to anybody who went and enjoys it. Yeah, there you go. All right, so you chose Powered by the Apocalypse for the for the system, right? That's going to be the mechanical backbone of this thing. What 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 was it about that system in particular that that you liked about it? A and then B uh, that made you choose it specifically for this project. That's a great question. Um, we, we originally kicked around the idea, uh, and Jason actually talked me out of this, Jason Piercy talked me out of this, uh, of making our own system for it. And r- really what it comes down to is the system doesn't matter a ton as long as it doesn't get in your way. 
and mm -hmm. powered by the apocalypse, maybe more than any other system, <laughs> except maybe lasers and feelings of the ones that I've played, um, it just does not get in your way. It just, it allows you to give the players control, do what they want to do, and guide them in the direction uh, using NPCs or story elements or, or whatever you have. Um, but you're not dictating anything, which is what we like. We like emergent gaming more than, more than the sort of scripted um, chronicles. So Powered by the Apocalypse is great for that. And I think the, I guess the cherry on top of the Sunday is that uh, it's it's very hackable. So w once you know how the me mechanisms work, which they're unbelievably simple, you say, okay, great, I'm going to use that backbone, and what I'm going to do is fill it out with this skin and this flesh and uh, make it my own. So that's what we did. That's awesome. That's, that's fantastic. I, I love this. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I know John and I have both said, you know, we're very into. We're, we're faith and we're fans. Uh, I just have to tell you, my I have a connection to, to faith no more because I was a bartender at a at a music venue for years, and on Saturday nights, yes, exactly. On Saturday nights, at the end of the night, the DJ would play us out with Easy. Yes, with, because that was my that was my out song to let everybody know. Time to go home. Love Troy got to go. <clears throat> yep. And so, so yeah, that's yeah every that Saturday was my, night. That was my karaoke. Anytime we did like a karaoke night somewhere, that's mm -hmm. my out song. Oh, and yeah. it's sort of like cheating for me because for many years you worked in a bar. I played bars. I was a touring there musician for a while. Not okay. I didn't go very far. I was around Chicago, Midwest area, but like still. Um, and so I'd go do karaoke on the side and like cheat and make money off of it. Well, there you go. <laughs> I didn't know I was actually a singer to yeah. Did you ever play in Fort Wayne, Indiana? No, we didn't get. We didn't quite get to. Like we had. Okay. A, we had a Midwest tour planned, and then everything went south. And, you know that's how life goes, right? Like. You, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So, what? The different tracks on that album, all of them awesome. Mm -hmm. What? How did you use them to inspire this? Yeah, that is a great question. So I think what's what's interesting about all of Faith No More's songs, and, and Mike Patton, I think, would I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but I believe he would say something along these lines, is that he sees his vocals and his lyrics as an instrument, not so much a way to convey yeah. the meaning. And a lot of the songs, particularly on that, fir that first Mike Patton album with Faith No More, are gray, either amorphous, right? They, they have a feeling and they have a, a theme to them, but they don't really have a story a lot of the times, right? They have elements of a story, but not a complete story. And this is just my opinion, obviously, as mm -hmm. someone interpreting somebody else's art. Um, but they do, that theme runs through all of it. There's a lot about longing and wanting to be with someone else or be like someone else. Um, blood plays a big part of it throughout the album. Um, gosh, what are the other themes in there, Jason, that we pulled out? Oh, dude. So, like, you have identity is, is yeah. a major theme uh, in yeah. that album, especially with songs like The Morning After mm -hmm. or uh, Surprise You're Dead. Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, there are other tracks on there, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Horror plays a theme in it as yep. well. Yep. So, like, we, it, we, the... we felt very much like, ah, oh, this kind of, like, is plays with that, with that. You know, it's not, like, definitely all about horror, right? But there are those yeah. elements there. Um and, and those are really things that we we uh, latched onto. And I know, like as a kid growing up, and I first listened to that album, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this speaks to me so much." And yet, you know, I totally agree with you, Jay. It's like uh, there's just enough there that you can kind of craft your own meaning out of it, mm -hmm. right? 
and how it touches you and like what you feel from it. And I'm certain that, um, you know, the, the band had a, had a point to some of the songs, things that they wanted to try to get across. But that's uh, the beautiful thing about good musicians is once it's out there, the audience is the one who really gets to assign meaning to it. Like, what does it mean to them and why do they love it? And that's, you know, you can't ask for a more cool thing. Yeah. So it being so interpretive like that, how do you take, uh, you know, a list of songs with different themes, different, you know, ideology and some icon, like iconography that's in there and that the, the allegory that's being told from each one of them, how do you take that and then weave that in together? That's something that's playable. Like what is that? What is that? What is that? How is that process? And then what does that look like in what you've produced? How, do, how does a person play a, a Faith No More album? <laughs> yeah. Well, we hope that people play it the way that we wrote it, but we don't know yet. <laughs> oh, it's very guy, very guy gags. Yeah, play right? it the way I like it. Yep, or I'll make yep. another edition. Damn it. <laughs> no, I think the right answer to that question is we made it a very open-ended story. Uh, okay. we, we, again, we put together the spine of the story and said, here are the elements that are going to be presented. Here are some of the characters that are presented. But you, as the players and as the narrator telling that story, get to fill all of the detail in. And powered So, by so is, each, is each song a separate, in of itself, uh, like standalone game? No. Or are they connected? So, so what's like the core as far as the activities of the players? What's the, you know, how are they experiencing the songs, the characters? Right. and. Yeah, so we don't know how obvious that the narrators will make this to the players because uh, it's it's woven into the story. But each of the chapters of this first story are song titles from the from that album. So you start off with "Surprise, You're Dead," uh, which is a which is a great way to start any story, right? Oh, and yeah. and we get to end that we get to end the whole thing with "The Morning After," right? Which is mm-hmm. the, the denouement. So and the- are you playing like '90s normal people? I mean, what's the What's the theme? Like, if you're here to sell it, I mean, I don't know Faith No More, which I'm going to listen to him now because <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, do that. But I, I don't have I have no clue. So, what's the selling? You say you're playing songs, but yep. for me right now, I have no idea even what that means. Like, are we playing modern characters? Are we playing yeah. surreal style game? What what exactly is the core of the game? Yeah, the, there's, there's a lot of the game for people who don't know what Faith No More is. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, quick I just Jason. said, what's, what's the game for people who don't know what Faith No More is? But more that's yeah, not exactly. a you question. Yeah, so um, to answer your question, uh, Jeff, what we do is we explore the idea of identity through the entirety of the game. So you don't have to know anything mm-hmm. about Faith No More. All you have to do is understand the, the setting, which is early to mid nineties, um, you know, and, and it can take place in any city in the, in the world because we know okay. that no more has a lot of fans in South America and Europe and all over the world. And so we wanted to make this not place based, but, um, I, I guess feeling based. And the feeling is that grit and darkness of the nineties, you know, you had your rave scene, which is how much, how many pictures from the nineties just take place at night first. I mean, it feels like the entire decade yeah. was dark. I, and I, and I was a teenager and it a young was. through it. So yeah, right. like, I don't what, remember the Danny, Why does everybody have glow sticks in their hands? Right. Mm. Be swinging around. Right. And the tagline I like to use with people is we want to take a journey back to the time when emo was called goth and it was much more authentically misunderstood. So um, 
Okay. You know, I mean, that's kind of the feeling that we're going for. It's that that grit, that industrial, uh, the, the rock, the the um, the, esc- the East Coast versus West Coast rap that was going on, uh, the rave scene. All of that stuff is bundled into this this setting and this genre that we've tried to put together. And so like how I said, do you take a group of people through that? I mean, so what's how do you get a, a group? I can understand an individual, but what's your means of making that work as far as a group of people going on a trajectory? So like they choose, um, they choose character archetypes, right? And you can assign whatever you'd like to the character archetype. And each archetype has different uh, moves that are based upon the music of Faith and More also. And as they gain discoveries, which are discoveries about their identity, because that's the idea, you figure out who you are through the game. Um, you are able to use different moves. And it's really assigned by the player. And the GM just kind of pays attention to what stories the players come up with and try to weave those together in this setting. And and the setting is very small. Like I said, it can be, like Jason said, it can be taken and placed anywhere. Uh, You could place in a city, you could place in the middle of nowhere if you want to. It's like a warehouse party. That's the setting. Go. And we give you some NPCs to let the characters interact with and help them uh, connect to that story. And they have their own sort of interweaving stories but whether or not it comes out is completely up to the people running it and playing it and we've ran it a few times we've done some actual plays we've done some some play testing and it has never been the same thing twice uh and that's that's the beauty of it it's it's open-ended enough to go here's the ladder how do you climb up or down the ladder or break it and throw it away we don't care what do you do with it right on and that's the important thing. <coughs> how nineties is that? Could it be right? That's awesome. Is this like an existential exploration? Is that what it is? Not like some sort of mystical or game, but it's more existential. Like who are these people? Who are we? What is meaning? Is that the kind of things that you're exploring rather than fighting dragons and uh, <laughs> shooting laser guns? Is that? Yes. Yes, yeah. if you uh, happen to find a dragon or a laser gun, you're probably at the wrong party. But you never know. I guess. <laughs> uh, it was the nineties. It was a rave, yeah, and somebody somebody <laughs> was uh, passing around the, like bad X. Yeah, something. something. What do you have, James? It, oh, truly, if if you are a nerd from the nineties or like nineties culture, uh, if you like games from the nineties, like World of Darkness, you know, if you like those vibes, and you like a narrative system. Even if you have no idea what Faith and War is, you will find something awesome in this game. So uh, that's why a lot of inspiration of the game comes from not only that culture, but like the type of games. It's it's a dark story. It's a narrative story. Mm-hmm. It's about you know character you know, characters coming together, set in this dark '90s setting. So if any of that sounds appealing or interesting to you, then all this Faith and War stuff just makes the game even better. Yeah. Yeah. So what? So what are the moves you said? There's moves that are uh, based off of the song. So that's what I'm kind of curious because that's that's going to be how you, you know, squeeze the juice into this, right? Because the moves is the core to the the, the yeah. power by apocalypse, and you're using songs to do that, at least titles. So what some are some titles. songs yeah. you're using? Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can think of some off the top of my head. We've got the big Kahuna. the The protector has a move called the big Kahuna that uh, makes it so that he or she is uh, the center of attention during a fight. Um, sort of like an ag- an aggro generator. Um, yeah. You've got uh, the perfect crime, which is one that the criminal can do that allows him to him or her to do any any number of things using subtlety that other characters may not be able to. 
Um, what are some other titles we've got in there? I think we used almost every title from their catalog between moves and chapter titles. But... Just about, yeah. Just yeah. about um, Sol Invictus. Well, yeah. We can't tell what that is, though. You gotta, right. You got to hold <laughs> off on that there. one. <laughs> yep. uh, um, this is, I mean, it is worth noting, this easy. is a mystery. There's intrigue in this story, which oh, is right. the, the, driving, okay. the driving factor. It's not a combat game. There is combat. It's, it's not a survival game, but survival is not guaranteed. So, um, you know, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. This, um, yes. That's part of why we can't say a whole lot because we don't want to spoil anything for the players because right, so much right. is revealed via the game itself. So okay, we have to okay, kind right. of give a little bit of certain answers that I know it may not be super satisfying, but it would totally ruin the game if we told you too much. Mm-hmm. Right on. Okay, so so that we don't keep pushing you into the that you know area of maybe spoiling a little bit too much. I. You know, we we've kept you here for for a little while. Uh, probably got to get on to the next, but I've got I've got two questions for you. Right, well, three. I'll go three. One, did you use war pigs? Two, are you? Is there any side quest possibilities with Mister Bungle? And three, is the fish there? Jason, go ahead. Look at these cuts, man. Look oh at these cuts. deep cuts from uh, Troy, ladies take, and gentlemen. I'm, I'm going to go for – actually, no. I'm gonna, I want to take two yep. if somebody else wants to take one. And, James, I think you should take number three if that makes sense. I'll take number three when it's, when it's my turn. All right. Okay. Question number one, War Pigs. Yes, that is definitely a move. <sighs> and, man, who doesn't love them some Black Sabbath on top of Faith No More, right? <sighs> right on. Oh, gosh, so good. And Faith No More so does covers like nobody else. Uh, exactly. And that's what I tell everybody. It's like, everybody's like, oh, I love that song, Easy. Have you heard the Faith No More version? <laughs> Who's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brother, yeah. I have a pamphlet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've got a tract for you. Would you like to read it? Oh, what's Jason grabbing out of the background? He's, he's got something. A pamphlet? Is that a... Oh, that's a oh nice. That's yeah. awesome. From when I saw him in Philly yes. in 2010, oh, it was cool. awesome. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, War Pigs is a yes. Yeah, War, War Pigs, Pigs is a yes. yes. Jason, go ahead and take number two, but then segue into introducing a little more about what James does for the game. Why? Why we brought him? Absolutely. Back. Cool. So, number two is a. Oh my God! I hope so. If it all, oh. if it, if it could, I would do it in ten seconds. But we haven't gotten there yet. Um, I think it's sort of a. I think on this project right now, it's kind of a let's see how it does, mm-hmm. and and you know what what's what's generated from it to see if anything further can happen, and so that's why we're trying to push pretty hard and like we're we're really excited about what we're doing, um, and you know we're we're very thankful that uh, you guys had us on here. So while I can't say yes, I can say man, I hope so. Okay. Um, okay. But there'd be a different manager and just a, a different. It'd yeah. be a wholly different uh, people to deal with. You get to but go I back to so. the Plinko machine to, to, right, get, right. the, uh, <laughs> to get permissions so, on that one. So to go to number three, um, James, who has been a very good friend of mine for for a long time, um, has been doing art for a very long time uh, in the in the gaming industry, and I'm not going to speak for him on that. But I was both of us were very very thankful and feel blessed that he was able to come on board and decided to do this project with us because the art is fantastic. Yeah. So is the art uh, direction. <laughs> yes. He, as he is the art director as well. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I'm the artist and the art director. Uh, and so speaking of art, um, uh, when the book comes out, we want to have a, or when the Kickstarter comes out, we want to do a, um, 
a uh, standard version and then a limited edition version of the cover. The limited edition is the fish uh, in gold foil. And oh. we're hoping to use that That's in awesome. stickers <laughs> and in dice in addition. So we, uh, we, I've already designed the fish and we are already figuring out how we're going to use it. But it's guaranteed we're going to have it in the limited edition. That is fantastic. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to speak for both Zach and John at, at this moment. Um, whatever we can do at Geek's Kit, uh, you have our podcast. <laughs> and oh, you have my axe. Thank you. I, I, I am <laughs> so stoked for this. Love it. Yeah, um, if Dirk says take my limited edition money, one of our faithful, he's already the faithful. Take it, we, take we it. Will, we will also have five five seats for people that can have their likeness put in the book by our inimitable artist James Messina. Oh my goodness! So, I will yes. draw you. I will put you in the yes. game. Um, yeah, and honestly, for for those who are Faith and More fans, there is loads of Easter eggs of art that we've put in to gameplay mechanics. Uh, like it, 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 that's why I love that you pointed out the fish because it's so iconic. And we decided oh, yeah. months ago we were like mm-hmm. limited edition. It gotta be the fish flopping, you know. That's so um, I love that you called that out. And so to anyone else who uh, you know, again, if you don't really know Faith and More, you'll love the game. If you know Faith the game, if you know Faith and More, you'll love it even more. Hmm. Yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah. Well, so look, before we get you guys out of here, let me um, let me ask you this. What's the best way to find the three of you and the, uh, the rest of the group that you're working with? And uh, like what socials do we should we go to? What site should we go to to, to keep track of the Kickstarter uh, and all that good stuff? What's the what's the best way to, to keep up with you? Yeah. So right now we're only really active on social via Twitter, mainly because we are all crotchety and do not huge fans of social media. I don't know why. We're just not. And so you can find Generation us. X. Generation yeah. X. I mean, we are, right, we exactly. are Generation yeah. X. You know that you know that Jason and I were born in the seventies because our name is Jason. Uh, <laughs> everyone in the social 70s. media for us back like, then was the seven days apart, seven yeah. days apart. Yeah. Wow. Oh wow! Really? There you go. Yeah, he's just yeah. Social media. Social media back in the day was the fifty-foot-long curly phone cord that you would <laughs> run from room to room with and shut the door so that nobody could mess with you. That was yeah. social media. Hey man, yeah. what are you yeah. doing this weekend? Let's play D and D. And that was most of our conversation throughout high school. <laughs> right yep. yep. Until right. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Let's play Masquerade because that happened. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so, and Ward, Ward, what are the uh, the ads for the yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can find us at accidentalcyclops.com. Uh, and that one of our titles that we're working on right now, obviously, is The Real Thing RPG. You can find it on there. Uh, you can sign up for our newsletter there. That's how we're going to be distributing information about the, the campaign when it releases in March. Uh, and if you want to follow us on social, right now we are only at ThingRPG on Twitter. Thing. Awesome. Yeah. We'll, right. we'll be looking oh, for you. One, one more thing. We are doing a pre-release party in Indianapolis Look for that coming out. If uh, if people are wanting to do that, we're going to be in a in a local gaming store. Um, more details will be up on that online. Yep. So you're gonna do some faith no more karaoke. Might happen. Oh, yeah. Oh. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Troy's buckling himself up I, for a road trip. I I'm there. <laughs> Troy, if you need a place to crash, I've got a spare bedroom. Awesome. Yeah, I am That's there. Why. Oh, what a love connection. See what we're doing? We're bringing people together on bringing this show. Together. <laughs> All right, well, guys, I really appreciate you taking the time with us. I don't want to keep you uh, for too much longer. Uh, so thanks so much to Jason and Jason and James. Jeff, thanks again for sticking with us one yeah, more time. Yeah, 
looking forward to see what uh, seeing what uh, the final product looks like. Can't wait to see it on on uh, Kickstarter, and hope you guys wish you absolutely the best success. So, uh, from you, all of us you. here at Geeks Can't, from us to yours, Troy, take us away. Back this game. <laughs> all right, y'all stay safe out there. Yep. Take care. Bye. Oh, Thank you guys thanks very so much. much. Oh, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode and want to hear more, go ahead and hit the subscribe button here on the podcast feed. And while you're at it, give us a review and some stars if you could. Uh, if you want to watch one of our shows live, we record uh, just about every Sunday and Tuesday pretty consistently on YouTube and Twitch. You can find links to both of those if you head on over to the Discord or just shoot us a message on Facebook if you want. Also give us a like on Facebook while you're there as uh, we tend to post uh, upcoming shows and notices and things like that on our Facebook feed. All right, we'll see you next time.